and welcome to episode 81 of Monsieur Gamer Bits and PCs. We're a bit thin on the ground this week, it's just myself, hello, and Yoda. You alright? And since it's just the two of us, we thought we'd try the novel way of actually looking at each other's ugly mugs. I'm wearing a nice fetching black top, Avengers uh, trousers. Yoda seems to be wearing a nice bra and knicker combo for some reason. Do you know, it makes me look good though. Absolutely. I don't think this is going to be a doer. I'm turning the camera off soon. <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, so what are we going to talk about? I suppose we better mention MGPX2. Aye, aye, no, it's a two, isn't it? Um, are you going, Yoda? I am. Are you going, Clarky? I am. Where, where would you be staying? I'm, I'm staying in your, the same bed as you, aren't I? Oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> is it two singles? It is, yeah. Oh, we, At the, uh, the we, park inn. We can push those together, that's not a problem. I hear that's what Wolster and Barnsley are doing anyway. No, I think they've just gone for the double. Really? Mm. So yeah, not too late. Buy your tickets, turn up at the door. It'll be a lot of fun to have. Anyway, what have you been playing this week, Yoda? Well, I've been playing a lot of Age of Empires 3. Um, I've been really getting into this. I was playing it before the show and... I um, found out about the card. So as you're earning XP, there's a you can have cards set up so that you can get little bonuses for earning XP. So whether it be more foot resources or extra troops, I've really got to experiment with that because I think that could be it's a nice little novel thing just to help you uh, level up while you're playing. What well, is is adding cards just a new thing to all PC games now? Yeah, it must be, because they're giving away the Steam trading cards on every bloody game now. I keep going in and I've got stuff in my inventory. I'm hoping it's a new game from a listener. But, no, lo and behold, it is another Steam trading card just for playing a game. <sighs> and you can't sell them for, for more than 10p each, so they are pretty useless. I don't know. So some people, you take Vamsy for example, if there's a Steam card for every game he owns, and he's probably going to be a very rich man very quickly. Yeah, he has got a lot of junk on his machine, hasn't he? Absolutely. Not all of it clean for uh, people under the age of 18 either. <laughs> and the next game I've been playing, I only installed yesterday. As per a discussion with yourself, we want to get some co-op PC game going on and we've chosen Dead Space 3 yay because we both got it in a humble bundle and because yep. I, I did ask Vamsy if he wanted to do this months ago but uh, he, he kind of said he wouldn't and it petered out possibly because Dead Space 3 isn't a kickstarter or a, you know, a paid alpha or something like that brilliant, brilliant. Have, you, have you actually played any of it yet I've played I must be about 20-30 minutes in I mean I've just um got to the it's like the building in the middle where you're trying to get escape and they try and put a bullet in your head you fall down a big hole and you've got more of those uh, mutant type things that come at you necromorphs oh whatever they are they're horrible i know a game if you shoot them in the head that's it <laughs> not, not these so you shoot them in the head and they still come flailing at you or their their bodies explode and grow more limbs it's just no that, that was the uh, I think that was one of the main selling points of the series it was a case of it 
you know, you can eventually bring them down by unloading copious amounts of ammunition into them, but, uh, yeah, blow off limbs and you do them quickly. Uh, it, it sort of adds to the tension as well, because you're sort of having to aim at particular limbs and they're always getting closer and closer. But uh, I absolutely love the Dead Space series. I don't like the shooting mechanic at the moment. Why not? I just think it's very, very twitchy. I don't think it works particularly well. But that may be because I've got two very, very shoddy weapons. We will see whether that progresses to become better throughout the, the game. Are you playing this on a keyboard and mouse or the controller? I'm playing this on a controller. Good. I mean, when I, when I played it on... I mean, I played through the single... Well, most of the single-player campaign on 360. And, uh, yeah, you can... There's several different types of weapons you can sort of build and put together, but what what you'll usually find is you'll eventually get the parts for a sort of a decent one that does everything you kind of want it to. So all, all the weapons in there, you'll usually settle on one or two being your favourites, and because of the way the weapons can be designed, you can usually have those two functions. So I, for example, usually use some sort of laser weapon and uh, something underneath it that basically force pushes them back when they get too close. That was always a combo that worked well for me. I do like the when you've killed them, you can go and stamp on their dead bodies to get ammo out of them. <laughs> I, think, I think that's really therapeutic. Have you not? Uh, have you not killed another one using the limbs of a different uh, one that you've just killed? I haven't. No. No, you can pick the limbs up and throw them at them. Mm, you can pick. In fact, you can pick a lot of the uh, surrounding environment up and throw it. Although you might not have that yet. Because it's built, no. in, it's built into the rig suit that you get. You can lift, you can like lift things up using this telekinesis thing. Well, you can see my hand waving and giving you an example of it. You can, <laughs> you can do your wavy hand thing and pick uh, pick boxes and things up and throw them at enemies. The only thing that special abilities per se that I've seen would be the force push, where you see when he's trying to get from one building to the other, and he force pushes the the lorries, the automated lorries out of the way. Into a big explosion. Oh, the ones with the, like the magnet things on the the magnet icons on them. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that one you have from the start. But no, the the force thing, something you get when you get your uh, get your rig, which is your big uh, your big space suit that looks like. If you remember the film Stargate? Uh, yes. Yeah, there we go. It, it, <laughs> you kind of got a cool helmet that closes like the helmets in Stargate do. Like the the Jafar helmets. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I, I I really, really enjoyed all of the Dead Space games. I mean, there were a lot of people who didn't like 3 and saying it was a, it was a rip-off of Lost Planet, which I kind of disagree with because, I mean, yeah, there's an arsy, snowy world involved, but, I mean, about half of the game, you're actually in space surrounding said planet, so... Mm. Yeah. The, and and uh, it just came out at a time when EA were getting a lot of flack for their uh, sort of pay-to-win, pay-to-win uh, things within games, and which Dead Space 3 did have. I mean, on the Xbox, you could actually buy credits to buy upgrades for weapons. I think you can on the PC version as well, whether or not they've done in with that now. It's been, I think, nearly a year since it came out. But I'm sure we'll see when we start this uh, co-op uh, walkthrough tomorrow evening. Yeah, it should be interesting. Brilliant. I've uh, carried on playing Hearthstone. I've now unlocked all the champions. This is a game I need to get back into. You really do. I, we need to have a game on Hearthstone as well. I'm really enjoying it. 
I'm enjoying playing with the the different champions. I've still not found anyone that I like more than the mage, but I think that's probably because I spent so much time with the mage before realising that I could unlock the other champions. For, uh, for, for anyone who obviously isn't seeing what I'm seeing, Yoda now means business. He has just removed his glasses. Carry on. <laughs> um, and I think that now the bait is open so that anyone can actually play on it rather than just the select few who managed to, to get beta keys. I think uh, Rich got a beta key three days before it became open. <laughs> Brilliant. So he was really impressed with that. He's like, oh, yes, I've got it. And then three days later, oh, it's open to everyone anyway. Jesus. I'm really enjoying this. I'm, it's one of those ones that I think I'm going to keep dropping in and out of. It's, it's, it's very, very pretty. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to find a way of dragging my soul back to my PC, which... It, at the moment, is basically hampered by the fact that I have this god-awful, uncomfortable dining chair, which I sit on in front of it. I think I'm going to have to uh, invest in something a little better. But if, I mean, if any any listeners are aware of a very small, compact, yet extremely comfortable gaming chair, um, you know where to tweet me, at Clarky Snap. Let me know. <laughs> I know App Silas will probably offer to build me one or something. It folds up. Yeah. Made out of proper Sheffield steel. <laughs> Is it allowed to cross the border? Uh, uh, permission can be given. And the other thing this week was I was playing FIFA on... Fr- uh, no, Battlefield on Friday night and realised my um, controller had broken. My PS4 controller. Which button? R2. Well, there's, there's... <laughs> Well, you know, if you learnt how to shoot properly, you wouldn't have to press it so much, would you? Oh, you left yourself open there. Well done. <laughs> I, I only realised when I was running along and then suddenly I emptied the whole clip into somebody <laughs> as they were running in the opposite direction, not even realising that I'd shot him. Um, but I t- tell you what, Amazon have been really good for once. I, I can't praise them enough. I was sat there while playing Battlefield, multitasking. And I was on the Amazon chat with an advisor. And because I bought my PS4 bundle, if I wanted to return the controller, I would have had to have returned everything. Yeah. The the advisor said, well, obviously you don't want to do that. And I was like, no. <laughs> and he goes, well, what we can do is if you order another PS4 controller... And then what we do is I will, he said he will waive the cost straight away so that it comes comes out. And then I just return my broken controller from that instead. I, I had to pay delivery charge, but I don't mind that to £2 and 3p, I think. No, but, I, 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 it seems stupid. I, know, I mean, I, I can see why they'd want, they'd say you have to send the whole back. It's because it was sold as a PS4 and you wouldn't be sending yeah. a PS4 back, would you? No, and it's the way they apparently the returns work on their system. They can't return part of a product. But to get them, the way that they were so helpful in, I think I'd done it within 15 minutes of saying on the game, oh, bollocks, my controller's broken. I had had the chat up, got my wallet, ordered the next one. And I said, you are going to send me email confirmation that you've waived the charge because... <laughs> Not that I don't trust Amazon, but I don't trust Amazon. Um, and 
lo and behold, I checked my order status after he said it, and it had it had reduced down to two pound and three p. So that is arriving tomorrow. So it won't be any use tomorrow because we'll be playing Dead Space Three. But oh, exactly. I'm just glad that they've got it sorted so quickly, and it's not going to be a massive faff. Can you not hook a PS4 controller up to a PC yet? I've not tried. I've not looked. Um, but I did buy the Xbox 360 controller, and I've got to get some use out of that. Oh, fair enough. Fair so, enough. And that's it for me. Well, that pretty much counts all of the gaming content, because uh, what with new employment, etc., I haven't had much time for playing anything other than the usual Battlefield 4. PS4, still broken. Very. But, yeah, I, I just... That, frustrating thing where you realise you've just been shot by a guy with zero health and various other annoyances. Funnily enough, it hasn't dropped out since uh, I turned my internet cable back up. That will help. Yeah. You will find that. That's that's sort of compulsory for online gaming is a tight internet cable. There we go. Um, and I've been carrying on with Assassin's Creed 4. So, you must be further on in the story mode. I am further on in the story, yeah. Uh, How it, much further? Uh, I can't really say without spoiling it. I'd say I'm about uh, at least to maybe two-thirds, just over halfway through it. And how much time have you plugged into this? Uh, probably around about over at least 20 or 30 hours. And how much of that time's been ship bullshit? <laughs> um, probably about... <laughs> 29 hours. <laughs> no, it's just so, it, it, the, the ship-based combat in that is, is just awesome. I mean, it, you can just spend hours at a time just going around sinking other vessels, boarding them. It, it's, it, it, I mean, it's, it's like we said before, that if that game wasn't part of the Assassin's Creed franchise, I think I would have still have bought it based on that. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, story-wise, I've just... Uh, I mean, can you really spoil an Assassin's Creed game? Because they do kind of keep it historically relevant, don't they? They do. Uh, so, the... uh, so as as you know, historically speaking, Blackbeard the pirate does eventually uh, get his comeuppance. Um, in what turned out to be actually quite a, uh, a dare I say, almost tearjerker of a moment. Oh, you big soft. Oh, he does. He, he says something very pr- profound as he gets cut down, and I was kind of thinking, oh, he wasn't such oh, a bad man. Is that in one of the the like the assassin cutscenes? Yeah. No, no, it's not in an assassin cutscene. You'll be happy to hear. Mm. Yes, exactly. Not everything's black and white, and people you thought were bad guys, maybe they're not so bad. I still need to pick this up. I just haven't got round to it yet. I have completed every other Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I still say, I mean, I, I didn't get on with the other Assassin's Creed games, and which for some bizarre reason I seem to always end up picking up. But th- this one, I just, I just think it's absolutely incredible. And other people who I've spoken to said, you know, we don't. I don't like Assassin's Creed, and then they've picked the fourth one up for whatever reason, and just absolutely love it. But for me, the, I really enjoy the Assassin's Creed franchise. I'm just worried that if I go for it, I'm not going to like it because everyone who said that they've hated all the <laughs> other the other ones are really liking it. I'm wondering because I've really enjoyed well, everyone. Well, if if you think of it as Grand Theft Auto, but on boats, <laughs> on sailing ships, it's just. I mean, you can't. 
you can't you know sort of jump out of your ship and go and carjack or boatjack somebody else. But the principles there, you get a pretty large open uh, open world map. I mean, without using the I mean, you've got three speeds when your ship moves. You you basically your your standard moving about easy to maneuver speed. Then you've got your your sort of little bit faster battle speed, and then you've got travel speed, which basically zooms you out and gives you a the view of your entire ship. Uh, whereas the other two, you're basically seeing the ship as you would do from behind the wheel. You can see your character and then everything forward of that. See the hand movement there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It, it just. I mean, it would take, I think I think it would take you a roundabout at your standard speed. It would probably take you a good 45 minutes to get from one end of the map to the other. That's, that's not bad. The Assassin's Creed 3 map was, it was quite large. There was a lot of, you could, obviously, there was a, a lot of the quick travel between the areas. But a lot of people said they didn't like the, the whole Connor storyline. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I just need to. I need to bite the bullet, I think, and I need to pick it up and see how I get on. Yes, you knowing, do. knowing me, I'll just um, fly through it and then spend twenty, thirty hours just on boaty bullshit. But that's uh, I just like unlocking everything on those games. It's. Will I you think. St- I, will you stop fiddling with that thing? What this? Yeah. You can tell no. you're a bloody accountant, can't you? You're, you're just spent the entire show so far twiddling with a pen. Well, look at you smoking away on your fake cigarette. Oh, yeah, you ought to can't see my hands. I've been spending most of the show fiddling with something else. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Assassin's Creed 4. Awesome. Pick it up. I think you can get it on PC as well, which makes it relevant. It does. Absolutely. Uh, other than that, I, uh, again, with all... Uh, all good intentions. Turn my PC on again and spent another four hours on FTL, which I've done to death now, and I'm not going to talk about any further <laughs> until the advanced edition comes out. And then we'll be all over it again. Uh, exactly. And then whenever Beast is back from wherever he is, I think he's in is in LA at the moment. Um, I'm sure he'll uh, have a lot to say about that as well. But yeah, that's about me for games. So this is looking like it's going to be the shortest episode in the world. Um, right, releases. Um, this is this tomorrow? It's no, today. this is today. I thought it was tomorrow. I'm sure it said tomorrow on my Steam list. Um, Broken Age, which is Vimesy's love child. Absolutely, it's paid out for. Of course, Vimesy likes it. So I, yeah. I, do, I do like the look of this from what I've from what I've seen of it. I'm as I've said many times before. I'm a big fan of the old sort of LucasArts point and click games, and this seems right up my alley. Right. So I think I will uh, 17 quid It's a bit steep Yeah I'll, I'll wait a couple of weeks It'll probably be down to about a fiver Or it'll be in this Christmas team sale 75% off <laughs> Which is probably about the time Vimesy gets around to playing it anyway uh, So yeah that's out today um, Octodad Deadliest Catch I thought this was a PS4 game No apparently it's coming out on PC Fair enough I found it on IGN so uh, do you know what this is about? Because I'm, from what I saw, it just looks like a octopus in a suit wavingly in his arms about the screen. That's sort of what I got from it. It doesn't look fantastic, but it's PC game out this oh, week. So. There we go. So if anyone wants to tell us about that, they can pick it up on the 30th and tweet us and let us know before the next episode. Um, and Lord Out, which is out on the 31st. 
What's Lord out about? Oh, sorry, you've Harper linked it, haven't you? Oh, oh yeah. I. Oh, you I have. have. Oh, I thought you just put it in bold. Uh, this is something I am looking forward to after seeing it when I was researching for the show. I've watched the the little video, and I really think it looks fantastic. It's a free to play third person shooter. And I think on the little video that I've seen, it said there's a billion combinations for weapons. So you customise your weapons as you're going along. There's obviously the inevitable microtransaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's got a cartoony look. There you can dance around. I think one on the the video, there was a guy dancing around doing Gangnam Style, and then he gets his head blown off, which I think is really amusing. Oh, very nice. Now, th- this looks very... I mean, I've just seen one screen of it. It looks a little bit Team Fortress, dare I say. It does. That's what I thought. But I, th- I think it's going to be worth a go. Yeah. Does anyone dare take up get, uh, take up the map that is Team Fortress 2? I don't know. It's been out a while, hasn't it? Do you have Team Fortress 2? No, I don't. Well, then buy that instead, then. Well, this is free. Team Four isn't Team Fortress Two free? I'm not sure. I'm sure it is. Yeah, pick Team Fortress Two up. You'll like that a lot more. But anyway, so that I think is it for releases on PC. Oh, who's hosting this? <laughs> well, well you're, you're you're only on your what, your fifth show. I'm quite ready to take over yet, Sunshine. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, right, you want to give something away, don't you? I do, I want to give the game away. Well then I'll let you talk about this next bit then. Off you pop. Thank you. If you retweet the message to say that the show has gone live, you will get put into a hat and we are giving away Surgeon Simulator 2013. Personal Oculus Rift favourite of uh, John's. So this was out in the Humble Windy Bundle and I had already picked it up anyway. So my wife wanted something else to play on on her laptop after playing Puzzle Agent 1 and 2. So I bought bought it for Toki. I think it's Tori Toki 2. It's about a chicken. So I right. bought that for... Yeah. <laughs> it's a chicken platform and that's all I got from the gist of the video, to be fair. So I ended up getting a second copy of Surgeon Sim that I'm going to give away. Is this I, the one I turned down the other day? It was, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I kind of get the premise of it, but I mean, I, I, how does it work exactly? Do you, do you get uh, do you get, do you get to operate on different parts of the body as DLC? I don't know. I think the the end is you get to do like an alien autopsy, but it is. I warn you now, it is very difficult. You control each finger individually, so with the A W E R on the the keyboard while moving your mouse around. I have found it incredibly difficult. I've not got past the first one yet. Can you, I do, do keep going back. Can you incorrectly um, add body parts into the wrong places? I'm not sure, but you can take a, um, a little electric saw to the ribs, and then if that doesn't work, you can use a hammer. So I've been saying for years a lot of gamers are dickheads, and you know, I just like to put that to the test if possible. Boom, boom. <laughs> Yep, so, uh, <laughs> as Yoda says, uh, retweet after the episode goes live, which um, John isn't involved in, so 
maybe next Sunday. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's about that. It's a free game. Get it up. Surgeon Simulator. Popular uh, popular seller at the moment. Nearly as popular as Euro Truck Simulator, I believe. <laughs> and Farm Simulator. I have also found another website to buy bundles for from. Um, it's called Bundle Stars, and I picked up their Kingdom bundle, which has got it's got, it's got a couple of nights. It's got six games in, so might try and give some of them a go. I don't know whether I like any of them. If not, I can always give some more games away. Uh, I just thought it'd be another good shout out. There's three duck bundles that run at a time. It seems quite good. The the other but one of the brutal bundles got Stealth Inc. Yeah. Tropico Four, Dungeon Bowl. So all games that we've all really heard of. And pray tell which website do I go to to find these marvelous bargains? You go to www.bundlestars.com. Brilliant. So, and, he, he says putting the big sack of cash down next to him. <laughs> and the three bundles are going for under three pounds sixty-five each. So there's quite a few games that you can get for if you buy them all under 12 quid. Yeah, so brilliant. have a look. Give it a look, folks. Uh, we're not going to have a break because I frankly can't be arsed editing the break music into the show. So <laughs> we'll move straight on to part two, which is films, books, comics, and whatever other shit we can think of. Um, what have you been... Oh, well, we're at least half similar on this. So do you want to take it from the top? What did you watch... This past week, Yoda. I, I watched Elysium. Yay, so did I. I liked it. Oh, I, come on. No, no, it was only a like, it wasn't a love. There were little bits that I thought were outstandingly ridiculous. And Matt Damon getting his uh, suit screwed into the back of his spine, I thought was a bit unrealistic. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's not really a spoiler because it's all over the front of the DVD cover, or sorry, Blu-ray cover, as you will. Yeah, for anyone not in the know, this is uh, this is a sci-fi film by Neil Blockamp, is it, who did District Nine, which was a very, very good film. Yeah. Um, where you basically got the poor people who are on a horribly polluted Earth, while all the rich people live on a huge space station orbiting Earth called Elysium, and for, uh, a ser- for a series of unfortunate events, Matt Damon has to get up to said space station. Yep, that's pretty much... But, the, but the whole... come on, what did you like about it? Did you like what I liked about it? You liked Kruger, didn't you? Oh, he was awesome. You must have liked him. I, I can see the appeal. <laughs> I, he was brilliant. The bit that I found the funniest in the film was when he sustained his injury. Oh, yeah. That was nasty. It was. Yeah. He, I, I think after that, he looked better. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, Kruger was the, uh, the, the basically the main antagonist of this film, who's uh, played by, was it Charlton Copley, who was actually the main character in District 9. And he also played uh, Murdoch in the A-Team film as well, didn't he? believe so yeah um, but I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant he, he for me it was one of those memorable bad guys who has an, an wonderful array of quotable lines he, he has to be the best 
if not the only, South, our South African bad guy since uh, Mr. Rudd from Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> I, I just, oh, he, he just added it to, added to a T. I, I was in tears every time he was on the screen, to the point that the missus was telling me to just shut up and watch it. But uh, yeah, it, it, it is, I would have scored it a lot lower if it wasn't for, I think we really made that film. Yeah, I don't think Matt Damon, that was Matt Damon's strongest film. As as a lead, Matt Damon. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> he just, I think they they could have played got someone to play that role a lot better. Other than him, I just don't like him. I mean, it, it's perfectly. It's not. It's not as good as District Nine, but it is. It, it's perfectly watchable. Um, very similar style of shooting in regards to uh, scenes of violence, which was yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, it, it it's a thoroughly enjoyable film. Even if you sit down, and watch it, and forget all about it, it's it, it's it, it's still good. It's a good yeah. way to waste one hour and I think forty six minutes, something like that. There yeah. we go. Uh, what else did you watch? I have watched White House Down, Ooh. which wasn't the one I was thinking of. No, the one you were thinking of was Olympus Has Fallen. So no, I really enjoyed White House Down. I think there was. Uh, it's quite a good storyline on it. There was bits of comedy in it, which you always get with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's got that about him. I think he they bounced the two main characters bounced off each other quite well, which is Jamie Foxx and Channing Tatum, who I think's be, becoming the next big thing out of Hollywood. He's been yeah. quite a few good films. So. I, I, I quite liked him in Twenty One Jump Street. Ah, oh, that was absolutely. They that was hilarious. They are making a second one, I believe. Yeah, the uh, was it Twenty Two Jump Street, worst uh, title ever. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, and he is in the Lego Movie as well. As yeah. Super, as the voice of Superman. Really. He is. I'll, I am, uh, IMDb see. for that. I'll probably end up seeing the Lego Movie after all the kids want to see it. Yeah, yeah, that's not <laughs> you pointing at yourself at all there. Absolutely. Um, yep, so White House Down, was it a good film? It was, it all starts off with the uh, Independence Hall getting blown up in uh, America to take the the all the heat away from the Matchley going in to take over the White House. Which, funnily enough, is exactly the same plot as Olympus Has Fallen. <laughs> it is. I think the way this differs from Olympus Has Fallen, there's a there's a better relationship between the president and, and the main person. Yeah, they don't really get on in the other film. No, it's very... I, th- I th- found that very stale at points. Plus, most of the decent action stuff kind of happens in the opening half hour of it with the uh, with the big, the big uh, plane attacking the city and what have you. Yeah, don't you always love being one of those planes in uh, Battlefield? <laughs> brilliant. I really enjoyed it I think it's well worth a watch uh, there are comedy moments it's not a spoiler but Jamie Foxx is in the back of the car and then hits Channing Tatum in the head while he's driving with a rocket launcher and then sticks his head out and blows up a gate and then drops the rocket launcher spoilers it's on the advert <laughs> it's on all the trailers it can't be a spoiler if it's well, on the trailer all the best bits always are in the trailers aren't they <laughs> So, no, I would recommend anyone to go and watch it. It's it's a great, great way to spend uh, an evening. So Fabulous. 
Um, yeah, me. I watched Elysium. You after, did? After, did you watch it before or after me? I'm not, I watched it Saturday night. Oh, I watched it Sunday night then. I didn't know you were watching it. That wasn't being freaky or anything, you know. No, I was just sa- saving it for the show. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't say wrong with that. Uh, yeah, the uh, <coughs> the other film I watched. Um, now, a, a warning: this is Netflix shite incoming. Uh, was <coughs> sorry. It was a film called uh, UFO, uh, not to be mistaken with the uh, comedy film with uh, Roy Chubby Brown from about twenty years ago. This is, is this the 2012 film? Yes, the uh, almost. I think it kind of tried to be Independence Day in Nottinghamshire. Yeah, the, the, it, it was uh, it was absolutely shat. Does it have uh, Jean Claude Van Damme? No, oh, you, you you have spoiled it a bit there. Yes, it does have Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, <laughs> and I believe also Pierce Brosnan's son as well, Sean. <laughs> Basically, these this group of teenagers go out and piss up, wake up the next day and find that the power's off, wander around all day talking to other people who say that the power's off, <laughs> then they all go to sleep, hear funny noises in the night, wake up and find that the clock's all stopped at half past twelve, and there's a huge alien mothership floating over wherever the hell they are. So it was somewhere in Nottingham, I'm sure. So uh, it, it, it tried. It, this tried to be like Cloverfield or what have you, and it, it, just, it just smacks of being an asylum picture. <laughs> so yeah, they, they they get attacked by aliens, which are actually I, I'm completely spoiling this because I, I I do not want anybody else to watch this film and suffer what I had to do. But most <laughs> of you are going to now, out of curiosity. So yeah, the the, the aliens look exactly like us. Um, you know, a few. A few, as I can only say, lucky people uh, can actually identify them. I say the fact that they're lucky because they usually get killed off very quickly and can uh, obviously go and wallow in obscurity and uh, or go on to bigger and better things. So yeah, eventually this group of uh, this group of uh, teenagers wander off to go and see their mate George, who lives in a nice farm in the uh, in the country. And of course, anybody who goes to a nice farm in the Nottinghamshire countryside. He's obviously going to knock on the door and George the farmer will appear as John claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to be, to be fair, he does, he, does keep his, uh, he does keep his bizarre accent. Sorry for any Belgian people out there. He's from Belgium, isn't he? Brussels. Brussels. Oh, yeah, the muscles from Brussels. Back, back when he was famous. It, 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 I've, this was an absolutely horrendous piece of casting. The question I've got, did Jean-Claude Van Damme look older in this or in Expendables 2? He actually looked about 15 years younger than he did in Expendables 2. I mean, I mean, he had that trick in Expendables 2 where he put his glasses on, looked 30, took them off and looked 80 and ravaged by years of plastic surgery. But no, I, I mean, maybe it was because of sharp British low def cameras that were used to make this abomination of a film. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just... The, the editing at the end as well, it, it was like the director knew what was going on but didn't want anybody else to know that was going on and just expect them to know that was going on. So, yeah, 
Jean-Claude Van Damme is in this film for about five minutes and obviously just for the sake of having his name put on the top of a film poster on Netflix. Please do not watch this film. I'm just looking at the film poster on IMDb and it's got the three, I presume they're the kids, and then it goes, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah, and John, <laughs> you have to have that. It's kind of like the early 80s posters where uh, whenever Arnie was in a film, it would have Schwarzenegger across the top, and then the title in, like, you know, size 8 font yeah, underneath no, it. No one cared about it, was just because it had Arnie in. Yeah, but, but please don't watch this film. I, I came on here to explain it, ruin it for you, so you wouldn't ever want to watch it. Brilliant. So yeah, that's about it for films this week. Uh, nothing else you want to talk about there? No, no, I'm good. Um, well, since you're sort of sat in the position of a newsreader, in fact, just stand up for a moment. I just want to test a theory. <laughs> Not a chance. Oh my God, they don't wear trousers. Uh, no, it, it's uh, over to Yoda with the news. Well, I've been having a look around and there's a couple of things I've found. Daisy is going to get an update. Which John will be happy is they're getting vehicles. Over the next six months, they will be introducing vehicles and other updates. So hopefully more people are going to start to buy it because it's going to get fixed more and more and it's not going to be as broken as I tried to watch John. Yeah, this this is what I don't get with this game. I mean, they they release it as so-called the full, you know, the retail version, which is in alpha. Yeah. But what about the other version of it? The one that was the mod? <laughs> that was gaming for how long? Yeah. So, I I don't know. I, I would like to get onto this game. I just... I, uh, I think you'd enjoy it. I mean, I liked it. I just I really don't have the time to put into this. Whereas you uh, inexplicably seem to be able to do six things at once. I mean, what you didn't explain about your broken PS4 controller earlier on is that, yes, you were contacting Amazon on the phone to them while playing Battlefield 4 with us while no doubt cooking a meal for a family of four <laughs> no and balancing on your head so yeah you're ashamed to men everywhere men do not multitask well some <laughs> of us do there we go so Daisy update the next another Daisy related news which I think if, <laughs> when John listens to this John this is a warning put down your cup of tea Daisy have been contacted by Jay Z <laughs> because they want Jay Z wants them to change the name of the game. <laughs> I don't know what more we can say about this. The game's been out for, as we've just said, for how long? And now it's getting big. Jay Z's just wants them to. They want to change it to Z Day. That's what he's asked them to change it to. I think it's absolutely outrageous. I just I, I, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to change the name on that basis. So uh, sorry, Jay, it's a hard not laugh. So the next thing you could have responded. That was a fantastic joke. <laughs> oh, now he gets it. No, it was, I was trying to stay focused. You dancing around the corner of my screen. All right, is it over to me with the weather shortly? Go on, carry on. Yeah. One that I think we we might get a little bit of discussion out is Candy Crush's developer, sorry, Candy Crush Saga, King, have tried to put an injunction out against 
ban- the Banner Saga, which is about Vikings, purely for using the word saga. I just don't, I don't know what to say. What, have you got any thoughts on this? It's ridiculous. Who, who else are they going to target afterwards? Saga holidays. Well, it's just that let's let's wait till the big boys start wading in. Do you really think they're going to take on Disney? <laughs> who owns the, the Star Wars saga? Who the fuck are Disney? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Disney? 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 Yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, ba- I, I don't. Uh, it's ridiculous. This comes from the same company who've also trademarked the word candy. Really? Yeah, uh, I know they've been attacked. A lot of indies are going mad at them because they've actually, I think they they stole it, one of the indie, an indie idea, um, which they've since taken that game down. And I just don't, I don't, don't get it. Uh Saga's been around for a long time. It's not as if they've just invented this word. Yeah, my grandma went on holiday with them last year. (laughs) But how many people know it as? Candy Crush Saga. Let's just call it Candy. I mean, I, I apologise for what I'm about to say, especially to, I, I know, Gibber, you play this, uh, Wolster. Um, anybody else on the forum that plays this, in my opinion, Candy Crush is a game played by bored housewives after they've taken the kids to school. I don't uh, well, if, if, I, if I look at my Facebook stream, the only people who post about Candy Crush store, scores are people who have dropped their kids off at school. I've <laughs> done all the housework chores, and then they'll put sit glue to this multicolored version of Tetris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. So I, I, I mean, uh, the the addictions this I've seen this game cause are. Yes, I'm speaking to you, Mrs. Snap. Um, it, I, I just uh, I point. I'm out to each his own. To each his own. But yeah, but this game is just a rip off of Bejeweled at the end of the day. So they've basically stolen Bejeweled. Marketed it better. Marketed better. And are suing other people for using the word saga. I just, I think they're they're ridiculous. And the final bit of news is Alienware. Screwing money out of the little guy. Alienware, Alienware's machines can't be upgraded. You, They will be refreshing their machine, Alienware machines every 12 months. And they basically turned around and said, if you want to upgrade it, you should buy a PC. Try one of our X51s. And I just think it's incredibly arrogant of them. Valve are tra- <laughs> yeah, cough, cough, Apple. <laughs> Valve are trying to, to come out with this Steam machine, which I don't think any of us have fully understood what they're trying to do with it. But now Alienware are just going, well, yeah, we're going to stick an alien on it and charge you X every year for it. I just, I don't understand why they... I, I, I don't know, given, given Val's history, I mean, I still don't get the Steam box and where it fits in. I, I mean, I can only assume these things are going to get delivered, switched on only for a huge holographic representation of, and I mean huge holographic representation of Gabe Newell to appear on the front of them who will probably talk for hours on end about what he wants to do and omit any mention whatsoever of Half-Life 3. <laughs> so they, if they concentrated on that rather than trying to build a Steam OS and everything else, I think people would be 
a lot happier. A lot, lot happier. Well, we're, we're all happy now with, uh, what was it, Vimes' revelation of what the, uh, the thingy button does on the Xbox controller. Was it Vimesy or was it you? It was, well, it was Vimesy that first found out and we've, we, it's uh, the secret Steam box button that shouldn't be talked about. I think that's how we refer to it. But no, I, I don't, to be fair, I don't even see the point in that. You can go and press the button on your laptop and get it to open, get your machine to open up all the time in big picture mode. So, but hey, anyway, over to you for the weather. Oh, I was hoping you'd talk for a few more seconds. Oh, we've just gotten over an hour. Man, you 20 minutes of that was us talking about shit, wasn't it? Before we even start recording. Uh, yeah, so uh, the weather is usual, British, dreary, cloudy, possible snow, especially if you live in Scotland. Sorry, Gibber. Um, so, yeah, we'll go straight on to the outro. Jesus, this is going to be the shortest episode ever. I suppose when you have, don't have John talking about Daisy and Lolly, it cuts at least an hour of content. And Vamsy talking over people, that's another 45 minutes wiped out. Terrible. Uh, yeah, please use the affiliate links. Money's earned for the SAT, money we don't see, but I suppose money that pays for things like MGPX too. Um, reviewers on iTunes, I haven't looked at these for months. I'm sure we're up to thousands by now. Please correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, promote other shows. Uh, what podcasts have I been listening to? Uh, Midlife Gamer. They're quite good. No, no, of course, uh, I, I am, of course, referring to the uh, Kev, Steve, Bouncy and Anna show, or the main show, uh, and also that other show that Proton and Robbie Roo do, which is called Night Shift. Um, do follow us on Twitter. Um, if anyone would like to give a special shout-out to at Fen underscore man, or Proton, or whatever his uh, Twitter name is, and ask him to stop fucking around with our show notes. Um, <laughs> or you could also uh, tweet the show at MGPBits. You can tweet me personally if you want a question, marital advice, anything like that, at Clarky Snap. If you want to tweet me about cookies, I'm at Yoda is Blind. And, of course, you can email us, and it will fall into the bottomless void that is mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com. So for this extremely short, but no doubt full of content, episode 81, I bid you farewell. See ya. Bye.